Stevens, New York Times bestselling and award-winning author of the kick-ass Vanessa Michael Monroe thrillers, and this is the Taylor, Taylor Stevens Show with my good friend Steve Campbell, where we are kicking writing in the butt one hard freaking word at a time. <laughs> yes, and sometimes even just getting the intro out is is hard. So we're going to get right into it. There's going to be no chat chit-chat again this week, but I can tell you we have been talking about things that are going to make for great chit-chat whenever we have time for chit-chat again. So let's just get right into it. Are you ready, Taylor? Yes, I am. So this is picking up where we left off with the last show, um, where we're going through the edits that were sent to us by um, an anonymous author who is not a native English speaker. Here we go. All right. Once again, if you didn't hear the first show, this is also available as video. We encourage you to watch the video. It makes more sense when you can see the words on the screen. That's at Taylor's Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash Taylor Stevens. There's and also then you go to the post. There's a posts tab, and you should be able to see it because it will be one of the most recent posts. You don't need a Patreon account to be able to see it. Yes, but while you're there, we would encourage you to become a patron of Taylor's because there's a lot of work that goes into making these shows, these particular editing shows. All of the work falls on on Taylor for those. We also will have a copy of the material that we're working with on the website, so you can find that at taylorstevenshow.com so you can download it uh, later, see the color-coded material, and hopefully do the homework. So let's just pick it up right from where we left off last week. We'll see about that. At least you're not avoiding me today, Anderson said. I highlighted out, at least you're not avoiding me today, Anderson said, to look at it for order. Because what we have within the quotes are two distinct thoughts, two distinct uh, sentences. We'll see about that. At least you're not avoiding me today. And we want to get that said, put in as a pause, as a break. We, we put it in where we would naturally take a breath. So we'll see about that is where we would naturally take a breath, make a facial expression, do something like that. That's where it should go. We'll see about that. Anderson said, at least you're not avoiding me today. And just to be clear, it's we'll see about that, comma, Anderson said, period, at new sentence, at least you're not avoiding me today. We'll see about that, period, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's right. I, um... But it's not, it wouldn't be Anderson said, comma, at least you're not avoiding me today. It well, would be. Yes, and... correct. Correct. You're absolutely right. I see what you're saying now. And in fact, I'm going to do that on the screen real quick, just so everybody understands what it was that you just said. And it would be, we'll see about that. All right. That's because it would said, be right? really easy, and this is this is the this is the reason that I search for said comma in my manuscripts now. It's really easy to just go Anderson said comma and then continue on with what he was saying. And right. you are teaching us that we shouldn't do that. So that's the reason I was pointing that out. I'm gonna blow your mind because today I'm actually gonna deliberately leave one in and I'm gonna show you an example of how it's okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. But continuing on with the text, butterflies moved around in my stomach. I drew a breath to calm them down. Anderson lay down on his back, spread-eagled, and smiled. Ladies first, then, come and get me. Come get me. My heart hammered, but I blamed that on the exercise. I got down on the ground and straddled him. The intensity in Anderson's eyes made the grappling situation more intimate. Leaning forward, I looked at his arms and grabbed them, holding them down. 
So I don't know if you heard it when um, you were listening, but there are a lot of uses of the word down in here. And so we, as we've seen in previous places, that can be um, redundant. And that's what we're going to look at here. There's a lot of redundancies. But first, we're going to look at butterflies moved around in my stomach. That's um, an English use thing. It's, it, it's hard if you don't know how to use those idioms. I think that's an idiom. I don't know. Whatever. Um, then, you know, it's easy to get it mixed up. So it just needs to be corrected. Um, I drew a breath to calm them down. That's kind of redundant to say to calm them down. So I'm saying next to that. We can say I drew a deep breath or something along those lines. Anderson lay down on his back, spread eagled and smile. We can just say Anderson lay on his back, spread eagled and smile because spread eagled is a, um, that by definition um, means he's on his back. Ladies first, then, come and get me. I wasn't sure if there needed to be something more in there or if the word usage was was okay the way it was. I'm just highlighting it out for consideration. My heart hammered, but I blame that on the exercise. I'm nixing the butt here. My heart hammered, period. I blame that on the exercise. I'm trying to fix the coloring on the screen, and I'm just messing everything up. So I'm sorry, guys. If you're watching this, you'll know what I mean. I got down on the ground and straddled him. We don't need any of that. On the ground is not proper use of the word ground. Ground infers something that's outside. So it would be floor or mat or something like that. But we can just say, I straddled him. We can eliminate a lot of the words. The intensity in Anderson's eyes made the grappling situation more intimate. So I highlight Anderson because we're using his name a lot. We can just say him. And I don't know why I hand, I, um, I think I highlighted out more because we didn't need it. It just made it feel intimate. I don't know. I don't grapple. So I don't know if it feels intimate to begin with. But I think what we're going for here is a sense of intimacy, which means just intimate. And then we have the big no-no. Leaning forward, I looked at his arms. So we need to rewrite that so it's not starting with a ing word. And I highlighted out, looked at his arms as redundant because we don't, I, I understand why this happens. And it happens with beginning authors the most. And it's because we're trying to show what the character is seeing. But we're already in the character's head. We don't need to show them looking at things unless they are physically changing the position of the body. Like if somebody's back is turned, then they can look. If somebody is leaning into a street to see what's there, they can look. But otherwise, we just state what it is the character sees and the mind automatically fills in the blanks that the character is looking at something. So we could just as easily say for this sentence, I leaned forward, grabbed his arms, and held them down. Done. So that helps to eliminate unnecessary words. The positioning made it stupid to avoid meeting his eyes, so I didn't. I tensed slightly, feeling my cheeks redden. Being so close, the smell of his sweat and body wash found its way to my nose. Now, I have a confession to make here. I may have accidentally altered the author's words and included um, 
my own. I don't know. And it's because I got mixed up when I was doing this and started editing and realized I had overwritten the original. So I undid it. But and I think I undid it properly, but I'm not sure. So my apologies in advance to the author who sent this in. If it happened, it's an accident. Okay. The positioning made it stupid to avoid meeting his eyes, so I didn't. I tensed slightly, feeling my cheeks redden. Being so close, the smell of his sweat and body wash found its way to my nose. It caused my body to relax, remembering the smell from the night at the party. Then we were in motion, him dragging my arms out of balance, making my upper body fall forward. He thrust his hips upwards and used one leg to steer my body away from landing on his face. I rolled over to my back, and in seconds, he had crawled over and reversed our positions. He held my arms, smiling flirtatiously. Now, that now that was way too easy. Show me what you've got. So um, I know that I reworked the beginning of this paragraph, which it's not, the, it's not what it reads right now, but it, it has been changed. So I'll just put that out there for those who um, are going to do the homework assignment. Um, I highlighted out, it caused my body to relax, remembering the smell from the night at the party. The words are, they need to be reworked because we're starting the sentence with it, and we're going to assume that it's the smell of his sweat and body wash, but we just need to rework this a little bit so that it's clearer and that the words flow and bring us back to the part, the party, the night of the party. I highlighted out in pink here, then we were in motion because I love that. That was just so well done, that transition. And it absolutely gives a sense of she's distracted. Um, she's paying attention to this smell that that brings back memories and the next thing she knows she's in motion that was just a perfect way to do it i um later on in that that rhythm then we were in motion him dragging my arms out of out of balance for it to work and keep up that voice and that pace and that tempo we need to reword this part that says making my upper body fall forward because it needs to to build on the same patterns. Then we were in motion, him dragging my arms out of ballast, my upper body falling forward. So that needs to be fixed. Um, he thrust his hip. I highlighted out a bit. It was just a, a grammar thing. It says thrusted, but it should say thrust his hip upwards and used one leg to steer my body away from landing on his face. The easier way is to say used a leg to steer my body from landing on his face. It just keeps it punchier. I rolled over to my back. Over is redundant. I rolled to my back. And I didn't highlight this out. It says, and in seconds he had crawled over. Well, he had now changes the tense. Um, it takes us into a different tense. So it would be in seconds he crawled over. But... Um, I don't think we need in seconds because it actually, instead of giving the sense of it happening fast, it actually makes it seem like it takes longer than it does. So I would say something like, I rolled over to my back, he reversed our positions, and you know something along those lines. Again, I don't know judo, but I would just sort of, instead of using N in seconds had crawled over, I would try and find some way to um, amplify the action in that. And then the next phrase where he says, now that was too easy, show me what you've got, that may need 
a he said or some kind of beat in there to just kind of it creates a pause when you put a set in there it creates a pause which allows the the flirtatiousness to sink in a little bit more before you move on to the next line i looked at him feeling his weight on me man he was heavy his strong hands around my wrist so i highlighted out as redundant i looked at him feeling his weight on me we don't need to look it's it's that whole looking thing again that i was talking about before we don't need that um and we don't need to feel the weight because we're describing something that we're now going to show so you could almost start it with or um you know he was heavy and his hands were strong around my wrists or something along those lines because what we're doing is giving the sense that she is overpowered here i looked past his head wriggled my hip and put both foot soles on the ground so he wouldn't know which way i'd go now again i don't know judo but i'm highlighting that out as it needs to be looked at for order of of motions like i'm going to assume that you would put your feet on the ground before your hips move so those types of things we need to look at it as it's not simultaneous it's happening in a specific order and we need to get it in the right order so that it will give us a sense of actually being present in that body he leaned ever so slightly to the left and in one fluent motion i threw him off i i highlighted out ever so and to the because now for voice the author might want them there and that's fine but i see them as unnecessary words he leaned slightly left and then i didn't highlight this out but i did change it in my own um we have a conflated word use we have fluent motion i, I know the author meant fluid so that just needs to be changed out he so then it would read something like he leaned slightly left and in what fluid motion i threw him off triumph spread in my chest that's a word usage issue we probably want to say triumph spread through my chest ha i said he answered with a playful grin lying on the ground with his arms out in a defeated manner you got me um i didn't highlight this here but i should have where it says he answered with a playful grin lying on the ground with his arms out in a defeated manner that should be in gray and we need to switch those around for order it should be something like he lay i i get lay light laid and all that mixed up all the time but you know he laid or he lay on the ground with his arms out in a defeated manner he answered with a playful grin you got me something along those lines um and again because we want to go action speech right and answering is part of the speech so it's it's got to go after the action i paired up with james next and tried to get my head focused again we're old partners and i know he loves to push everyone's limits james pointed to the floor you first so i paired up with james next i don't i think we're missing something here in between those two paragraphs we need some kind of um instruction something that moves us from one to the next because otherwise it's just telling the story so we need something like mr evans called out for um you know a partner change or something along those lines to to, to transition from one to the next i paired up with james next and tried to get my head focused again 
I'm not sure about the tried to get my head focused again part. I didn't do anything with it, but there's something about it that's not sitting right with me. But if it stays, it's fine. We're old partners, and I know he loves to push everyone's limits. So we don't need the and I know because it's redundant. It's just we could say we're old partners. He loves to push everyone's limits, something along those lines. James pointed to the floor. You first. I said nothing and lay down. My first attempt wasn't forceful enough. So this is a repeat of what we saw earlier where the character ran through the whatever it was at the beginning, like, you know, focused on the tasks at hand. We have a first attempt wasn't forceful enough, but we actually never see the attempt. So the I said nothing and lay down, we don't need that. We can just say something like, you know, I, you know, put my back to the mat or something. And then we need something that describes what she's attempting to do before she says, I wasn't forceful enough. Otherwise, it's just, it's too vague. James regained his balance before I got free and quickly had me under his control again. Now, I highlighted out this before, but it might actually be okay there. It's one of those situations where it's, it, could, it could work. So that, that's up for consideration. So James regained his balance before I got free and quickly had me under his control again. He laughed and tightened his grip. Oh, no, you got to do better. James stretched my arms further over my head and shifted his grip so one hand was free. My body froze and panic welled in me with uncontrollable speed. James was oblivious, laughing, moving, moving his hand downward to tickle me. It didn't feel right. I only had time to whisper a low warning no before it hit me. I wriggled, it says fanatically, but I think she meant frantically, tugging my arms, helplessness choking me. I could feel the invisible hands touching me now, the tearing of my clothes. In my head, I screamed. So this is all really, really good. I have the entire paragraph highlighted in gray because we need because this is such a key to this scene we need to analyze it beat by beat for clarity and to make sure that the words are actually that the actions are actually in the right order in terms of action and speech um, and such and it's possible that it needs to be broken down into multiple multiple paragraphs or not, I'm not sure. But it's just this This needs attention, and it needs rewriting. Not rewriting so much as tweaking. I, after it's over, the next line says, Vanessa, Vanessa, can you hear me? Now, two things. First is, it's pure coincidence that her name is Vanessa. And the author was very clear to me. She's like, it's just a coincidence that she has the same name as your character. So anybody who's out there is thinking that it, you know, oh, that's odd. Coincidence. The second is that we need something between in her head she's screaming and then there's a voice. Now, why do we need that? Because without something in between to say she heard a voice somewhere outside her body, there was somebody talking, it becomes a disembodied voice. So we need that beat there. The next paragraph says, the voice grew louder and I realized that it was that I was lighter, free to move again. I hugged my arms around my chest, rolled over to the side, and pulled my knees up. A sob escaped me as I tried to catch my breath. 
The scared voice called my name again. Who was that? James? A second voice yelled in alarm. No, don't touch her. So I have, I realized that I was lighter. I have the I realized highlighted out as redundant. I don't know, I don't remember how I do the edits on this, so it may be that it um, that it's fine, but we do want to avoid feeling words as much as possible. I thought, I felt, I saw, I heard. Those pull us out of the character's uh, head and create more of a distance feeling in the text. So um, the part that says, I hugged my arms around my chest, rolled over to the side and pulled my knees up, I have that highlighted out for word order. I don't, it could be okay the way it is, but I, I just don't know. It, it, I, it might be that she rolled over to her side, hugged, pulled her knees up and hugged her chest. It, just play with it. Just give it some thought. A, th- a sob escaped me as I tried to catch my breath. Whenever we have that as in there, it means the word, the, the two parts that it's connecting are in the wrong order. So it would be, I tried to catch my breath a sob escaped instead, or something along those lines. The scared voice called my name again. I highlighted that out for scared because she's so in her own space at this point. She's not going to be really empathetic with the voices that are going on around her in the sense of, because when you note that somebody is scared, that's empathy that causes you to note that. So, I would just say the voice called my name again. A second voice yelled in alarm. I highlighted yelled in alarm because I don't think those are the exact words that we're going for here. We need to take a look at that. No, don't touch her. My brain started registering from my eyes again, and Joan came in to focus, laying herself down beside me. So this laying here, we're it's being used in the same way that we say don't use it at the beginning of a sentence. That needs to be worked on there. Um, this whole this whole sex section that says my brain started registering from my eyes again and Joan came into focus, that all, it needs to be ordered for words and it needs to be ordered from um, just for, for cleanup, for keeping us in the moment. Anytime we use the word started to something, that's usually a signal that we, there could be stronger words. My brain registered from my eyes again. I'm not sure. I started seeing again. It just needs to be um, fine-tuned. Moving along. Um, oops, I went too far here. So Joan, she laid herself down. Breathe with me, Vanessa. And we need something, some transition. Breathe with me, she said, or or something there, I think. So I just highlighted that. I tried to do as instructed, but it was hard, like my chest didn't listen to what my brain was telling it. I focused on Joan's lips, which made it easier. Slowly, I regained control of my breathing, and I began to take in more than Joan's face. Recollection recollection dawned. Oh, I said. So I highlighted out for this, it was hard, like my chest didn't listen, my brain was telling, because these are redundancies or their passive voice. I tried to do as instructed, my chest didn't listen, um, which made it easier, again, somewhat of a redundancy. And then I highlighted out began to, because that usually, that's passive voice, and it usually is redundant. And you could say, and instead of I began to take in, 
I took in. So any, I always, I have began to on my search terms in my list of things I hunt down because more often than not, it's redundant and can be removed and you'll get stronger writing for it. I can I just say that I have it on my list now, too, because you said you have it on yours, and I just wrote it down <laughs> on mine. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> the other one, besides began to, is in order to. In order to can usually just be replaced with the word to. All right. I sat up and realized that everyone was leaving. My head spun. Mr. Evans, James, and Anderson were the only ones standing still, though at a distance. James looked distraught and confused, just gesticulating and clearly describing to Mr. Evans what had happened. Mr. Evans looked sternly at James, arm folded and brows contracted. Anderson stood right behind Mr. Evans, scowling at James, his whole body radiating hostility. I couldn't bear the looks on either of their faces, so I looked at Joan again. Hey there, she said. I sighed. What happened? So for this, um, we have a lot of was this, was that. I sat up and realized that everybody was leaving. Was is often in these contexts um, passive voice. So you just want to keep an eye on that and see if it can be strengthened or not. Um, my head spun. It could be good. It could. It's just word usage. Let's just look at that and see if maybe there's a stronger way to say it. Because it's a, it's a cliche. My head spun. It's a cliche. Mr. Evans, James, and Anderson were the only ones standing still, though at a distance. We can eliminate a lot of words if we just describe what the character is seeing. Mr. Evans, James, and Andersons were the only ones left. They stood at a distance. James looked distraught, blah, blah, blah. Um, all the, James looked distraught. The whole thing that the, all the characters that are together talking have that all highlighted out in gray to look at for word, uh, action ordering. It's, it's all good. It's just not in the correct order and it can be reordered to tighten it up if we look at it beat by beat. And then at the very end of this paragraph where she says, so I looked at Joan again. It could be okay. I highlighted it out because there's a lot of looking in this small little piece. And so if there's a way to rewrite it, let's try that. Joan frowned and tilted her head to the right. Then she answered. So I, the image I think that the author's going for here is that sort of puppy dog cock that someone does when they're like, they frown and they're kind of their head tips because they're kind of thinking. But because we have so many words describing it, we don't get that. So I would say something like, Joan frowned, her head tipped right. Just keep, cut it down. Then she answered. It's redundant. We don't need then she answered because that's, that's implied by that. Then the next thing is we have dialogue. All I know is you started kicking and screaming. James let you go immediately, but it was as if you didn't notice, like you weren't really there. Then you rolled over, she said. How do you feel? I averted her eyes. Better. Confused. I looked over at the three men now looking at us in silence, and to myself, I added embarrassed to the list. So I think the author meant avoided her eyes, or I averted my eyes, um, to get the word uses correct. When the, the character says better, confused, we need a beat of something better. I hesitated, confused, something that, that breaks that up so that we get a pause in there. We have looked. I looked over at the three men now looking at us in silence. So we need to, if we can eliminate the looked, I looked over, 
it would say something like the three men now, you know, stopped talking and looked at us in silence or something along those lines. I was about to get up when Anderson approached and stretched out his hand, a concerned look in his eyes. I looked at it for a second, then rose without taking it. My tone was curt and my voice firmer than expected when I spoke. I can get up on my own. Thanks. So I have that whole segment highlighted out in gray. We need to look at it beat by beat and sort of restructure the movement so that it hits right on time as things are happening. We need to eliminate the whens and we need to eliminate the looked. Um, it might work. Like I looked at it for a second, that or but I would just say I rose without accepting, because the looked at when we look at something like that, it's like when characters stare too much or whatever. It's trying to create a beat, a movement beat, but it's so overused that it actually has. It just feels like wasted words. James was right behind Anderson. He opened his mouth, but I beat him to it. I'm sorry, James. I don't know what happened, I said. I wanted to reassure him. I walked over to my gear on unsteady legs, wanting to get the hell out. An apology from him would only make me feel worse. Anderson trailed me and responded with indignation. So a lot of that is all is in gray because, again, these are really critical things that are happening, and we need to make sure that each order each thing is happening in the right order so that it flows and and the mental movie can progress seamlessly. I took out the word James. The name, I'm, I'm highlighting the name James because normally you would just say, I'm sorry, I don't know what happened. Because you're, you're already looking at the person. We were already discussing him. Um, I walked over to my gear. We don't need the over. I walked to my gear. And then at the very end of that paragraph, Anderson trailed me and responded with indignation. You can't respond to something if something hasn't first happened. So we have to either clarify that he's responding to her apology, but that takes a lot of words, or we just change respond to something else. He spoke with indignation or, or something like that. You're sorry? Are you kidding me? It's he who should be apologizing. Oh, drop it, Anderson. Oh, drop it, Anderson, I barked. Not looking at him, I stomped off into the safety of the girl's wardrobe. Only Joan able to follow, though she didn't. I believed what I'd said, though. So you know how I feel about using not I said's, which is I barked. <laughs> We're going to try and avoid that. And again, not looking at him. We don't actually have to put that in the text. We can just say I stomped off into the safety of the girl's wardrobe because... If you're stomping off, you're obviously not going to be looking over your shoulder the whole time, so you're not looking at him, right? It wasn't James' fault. I knew it wasn't mine either. The weight of the thought made it hard to breathe again. The wardrobe was empty now. I dropped my bag to the floor and leaned my forehead to the wall. What's happening? Why now? I rubbed my chest and concentrated on breathing again. I hurried up to get the sweaty, stinky clothes off. Undressed, nausea hit me. I headed for the garbage bin and emptied my stomach. I cleansed my mouth in the sink before I walked to the shower room, turning on the hot water and letting the warmth consume me. So I highlighted out here, we started this paragraph with it. We need to refer to what the it is. Whatever happened is a replace, way to replace it. We just can't start with it because it is so vague. Um, I highlighted out the question, why? what's happening? Why now? 
I don't think we need that. We already know she's in distress. We already know she's confused. We can we can delete them, I think, and we'll be okay. And then I, um, for word use, for word order, I rubbed my chest and concentrated on breathing again. I hurried up to get the sweaty, sticky clothes off. Undressed, nausea hit me. I would just take a look at that for for movement order to make sure that we've got it going beat by beat. And I highlighted out the word up. I hurried up to get the sweaty, sticky clothes off. We don't need that. It's redundant. I hurried to get the sweaty, sticky clothes off. And that's what I've got. All right, Taylor, that was that was fantastic. And I'm really enjoying the material. I, I, I'm finding myself really involved in the story. Uh, so great job by the anonymous author who sent this in. It's, it's a very engaging piece. I would like to read I would like to read more of it and understand what's what's going on here. And it was really useful. I'm finding myself as we do more of these trying to when I see the highlighted thing, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, OK, what does Taylor see here? And. I'm right more often than not now, so I'm pretty happy about that. I hope I hope that you guys out there, if you're watching this, are having the same feeling that I am because this is it's fantastic. It's just we've done this often enough that it's sinking in. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you again to the authors that are sending in this material, this piece. I love this piece. I thought story-wise, it's fantastic, and the. Um, the mistakes that are made, I mean, there were a few that had to do with, you know, not being a non-native English speaker, but the rest of it, it's stuff that we see so often with yes. so many writers. So and that we can all learn beneficial. from, yes. Exactly. And um, I just want to say that once we finish this series, which it may end up being, you know, three, four, we'll see how long it goes. I have one more piece after this um, that may end up being, uh, one or two, two parts, maybe I'm not sure. And then after that, I, I don't have anything lined up as far as edits go. So if there's anybody out there who's listening, who wants to send in some material, um, there's never a guarantee that we can use it. Cause I always have to look at it from the angle of, you know, how beneficial is it going to be to the audience as a whole? But, um, if you've got material that you want to send in, you know how to find me and, um, we'll be, we'll be queuing that up in in a couple of weeks so feel free all right thanks for listening guys be with you next week